0: and you know what that means welcome to episode 369 of the captain most show this is your captain speaking with el Jefe. and do we have enough time to talk about everything that's happened this week i doubt it but we're gonna fucking try we're sure gonna try um number no one contender for the tv title your new world champion we had both had a successful week last week um I think so and got to be honest, it was a successful week for WWE, too. um Shockingly. Obviously, yeah. first on the agenda, WrestleMania. There was a lot of good stuff, surprisingly. Um, it was Mania. A couple of bad things, as to be expected, but mostly good. A lot better than last year, I think, especially Night 2. Um, yeah. Night 1 owned the weekend yet That's- again. But I think Night 2 was a lot better this year than it was last year. No
1: arguments here, bro, man. Um,
0: the, st- the stronger card was on night one anyway, especially like they had pretty much both women's title matches. They had um, <laughs> the KO show, which I know we were saying it's not going to be a match. It's just going to be a brawl. But like the fact that I'm it sorry, literally... that was
1: as much of a match as I've ever <laughs> seen a match. So, you know what? Hey, if anybody's the dummy in this one, it's it, it's us. So call me the
0: dummy. Especially by Stone Cold standards. That was a if you've ever seen Stone Cold back in the day, that was a Stone Cold match.
1: Oh yeah. And he like when when that dude's having the time of his life in the middle of a, of a match, that's so you know so you know it's a good stuff. He's out here taking bumps on concrete. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping and praying that these spots were worked. I'm hoping. But then again, I don't know. It's just it's like, okay, he's bumping over here, bumping over there. He's hurting, boy. That, unless he was just buzzing so much, which is a very much a possibility.
0: He was drinking a lot of beer throughout the match.
1: I was about to say, those American <laughs> lagers, maybe they hit a little harder than we think.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, lager is the stuff. Good stuff. But, yeah, I mean, to take a freaking suplex on, on a concrete floor when you've been out of action for 19 years with neck problems and knee mm-hmm. problems and whatever else he's had. um. I think it's probably a good thing he didn't take a go as far as taking a powerbomb power bomb from KO. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, I think that's smart. Was the suplex the only bump he took? Because he like he, he pretty much owned Kevin Owens throughout the match. Yeah, I, I want to um, say if
1: anything he took some you know some strikes.
0: Yeah, so that was about it. And he hit his own suplex on the stage, and then of course there was a couple of stunners. But yeah, that that was pure Stone Cold brawl. And I know somebody said like that wasn't a match, like. The biggest example I could think of: is Stone Cold Rikishi, um, mm-hmm. No Mercy, two thousand, and is it two thousand or 2000? 2001. Right. Um, that was pretty much the same thing. He didn't even take his t-shirt off in a match. He just bitched Rikishi throughout the whole match, and then tried to run him over and got arrested. But I mean, it worked perfectly. <laughs> it worked perfectly. Yeah, that was Stone Cold for you. um mm-hmm. Another great example, Triple H and Stone Cold, Survivor Series. That was 2001. No, that was 2000. Yeah. 2000. Um, actually, I think No Mercy was 2002, now I think about it. 2000 as well, not 2002. Because, um, yeah, Survivor Series followed that. And that was the same thing. It was a no-DQ match. Triple H, was he obviously revealed himself as the guy who came up with this whole master plan to I run over Stone Cold. And the match was pretty much Austin just beating up Triple H, drinking beer. And then it's built backstage, and then he, and dropped, then he threw Triple H off a forklift. But then in, it was quite in, literally what they did with KO. <laughs> yes, quite literally. <laughs> so yeah, there's some fine examples back in the day of how that was just as much of a Stone Cold match against KO that you have seen in like the two thousands, two thousand one. Yeah. Um, the little eight year old in me just couldn't believe life was real when the words actually came out of Kevin Owens' mouth that I'm challenging you to a match. Um, but I knew like we were gonna get a lot more than we expected when he walked out in his knee braces.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, I was like, he's in his gear. That is yeah. gear. Why is he in gear? That's that,
0: that's Austin's street fight gear. <laughs>
1: and I was like, uh oh, okay. So this is really okay. They're really gonna do something. They're gonna get physical some kind of way, which is better than nothing. And I was sitting here with just like like how you said, like a freaking eight year old all over again. Oh my God, Stone Cold, and just <laughs> it was. I'm texting everybody, "Hey, fucking Stone Cold." My brother's like, "What?" And he jumped on, and it was, yeah, no, it was one of those things where I, I guess um, I always play up to nostalgia. It was, it was nostalgic as all hell, but it was also, I guess, the the adult in us was concerned for his health.
0: Yeah, but I think once he took that suplex, you we were like, oh, shit, maybe he's in a better condition than we thought. Right.
1: You know, or that or, you know, what else did I say? I said, you know what, maybe he's pulling a sting. Maybe he's got
0: yeah. you know, fucking, like, a
1: <laughs> something underneath his uh, his shirt. But then again, we never, you know, you've never really seen his shirt come up, so.
0: No, and he was spilling a lot of beer on it, so it was getting wet and tight, and it didn't look like there was anything underneath it. Nah, so he's just a fucking madman. Uh, and you can see, obviously, his biceps. He was pretty shredded for that match. He's... I'm about to
1: say if you follow Steve at all outside like his social media or anything like that, he's he's always ripped. This dude is oh, yeah. his fucking keto life is ridiculous. Just, I'm God, pretty sure I, don't I read look that. that. Good at fifty? What is he? Fifty
0: eight? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I read that. Like that's the best condition he's been in in years. Even though he does really stay in shape. Um. <clears throat> All right. The uh, let's address the elephant in the room before we get to what I think was match at the weekend. Um, Cody, uh, it, <laughs> exactly. It was expect. It was kind of expected. It was all. It was. I don't know how I feel feel about my expectations because we were like, it's pff, everybody's saying it's going to happen, but we're not quite like a hundred percent believing it. Um. So like right up until the music hit, I was still kind of doubting it but i don't it was a weird feeling
1: no i get it um
2: i, I don't want to say
0: I,
1: right wishful thinking i don't want to say i ever doubted it i don't um no that's not true i never really doubted it i was like okay yeah no he's going it, it is what it is i was just worried um like how were they really truly going to debut and was he really going to be Oh, we want you to be the AEW version of you. Or are we going to hear like, you know, the fucking whisper, you know, uh yeah. wrestling has more than one royal family, but then all of a sudden you hear, whoa,
3: you and get the it's whole like, package.
1: shit. There's this fucking nerd. But no, I mean, it's it, it's 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 whole, it's all AEW, everything about him.
0: Even the I'm gonna well, cry
1: in the middle of my promos.
0: It's all him. I mean, that what yeah. we saw in AEW is what we saw in Impact, in Japan, in Ring of Honor.
1: Very true. Pretty man. much
0: that whole image and that whole music and everything about that whole entrance. What Cody, Cody Rhodes owned.
1: made himself.
0: Yeah, um, I'm I'm still mixed emotions about it. Still, like I I get it that there's a big portion of the AEW fan base that feel betrayed. Like I'll admit, the second I heard that music, I felt betrayed. Um, and he, mean, he's. He's kind of explained himself, and I get it. But at the same time, you talk to all this shit.
1: Yes. That's what I've been. I've been battling, like, so many fucking schmarks. This or Mark. I'm not even calling call them schmarks because they're obviously not that fucking smart <laughs> on fucking TikTok. Um, passing over 700 followers, by the way, cheap and plugs. Uh, but no, I mean, that's been the whole gimmick right now. It's, you know. Oh well, you guys were shitting on him like with the AEW fans. I'm like, I do not remember a single AEW fan shitting on the dude. I really don't. I remember some like in betweeners saying yeah. like, "Oh, I'm sick and tired of this guy getting a fucking push all the time."
3: Which but is at the fair same enough. Time,
1: all the fucking diehards understood that this guy played a, a pivotal role, but then we also knew his ultimate goal. He wanted to be world champion. He he booked himself. Into that corner. That was his booking move. And they did not want to break said booking move. And I understand his passion. So, yeah, I'm gone. But the idea of him, I guess I don't want to say, well, you know what? What this is, is is Cody, just like what he did when he left, when when Stardust is no more. And he took off to uh, I don't. Where did he show up first? Impact. Impact, And he showed up at Impact. Cody gambled on himself. This is exactly what he's doing. Again, it it worked for him when he left the E. Now it's working for him coming back to the E. But this is also spinning into the conversation of how many other more of these AEW guys could be heading over there or going back to the E. Or, you know, you know, is there any homegrown talent that would also head over?
0: Yeah. And that's the thing WWE can't afford to, waste cody coming back because if they do then nobody else is going to want to come from aw and that's probably what their goal is
1: it is their goal and you can tell it's their goal i mean the, the constant rumors already now again i'm not trying to believe every single fucking rumor i hear especially when it comes down to cody and producing and all this other shit but the idea is is they want to use him as a branch to get mm-hmm. more guys i'm not surprised if mjf goes i'm already like prepared for that like I'm at that point right now where I'm like, you know what? This kid, he's a fucking kid. He's a fucking kid. And if he's going to make this move, the only thing it's going to do for him is make him an even bigger heel or get himself even that much more over. Yeah. The idea that I keep hearing of Mox going back. I, ha- I-, I go back and forth. Because I know what John Moxley wanted to do when he left the E and he's able to do it and he's loving his life and all this other stuff. But then again, John went through rehab and maybe he learned some things. And then I could say maybe he had an awakening and now he's deciding, okay, maybe I do go back to the E. I'm already Mm -hmm. positive Christian's on his way back. I don't know when. I have not. We barely, we just seen the fucker dude last night for the first time. I have not really seen that guy in a in-ring capacity. I want to say before tonight in like three months. And that might be exaggerating.
0: He's been the uh, Jurassic Express's manager, basically. Has he been wrestling on on Dark or Elevation?
1: Well, I have issues catching up with Dark and Elevation, (laughs) but I wouldn't be surprised if if he isn't.
0: Wow. The only, like, established star from AEW that I could guarantee I don't see going to WWE would be maybe Hangman.
1: Yeah, no, Hangman ain't going. That's for sure. <laughs> if you know and, and that's that's why I, I I I'm glad you brought that one up. Hang to the to to the people to the marks out there. Hey, it's about the money. If money talked, and I said this in one of my videos, I said if money talked, Brian Danielson would still be Daniel Bryan. If mm. money really talked, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks would have signed. And if money really talked, so would have Hangman.
0: Not always about the money.
1: Some exactly. Sometimes it's. I mean, you can make your money. Look at him; they're making money. I mean, he's got enough to buy a motherfucking Tesla and leave it ringside <laughs> for fuck's sake. So and he's a fucking cowboy.
0: This this was another thing that grinded me about Cody, though. Like he obviously didn't go for the money. The the dude. I think what what was the uh, analogy I made? The dude probably lights his cigars with hundred dollar bills.
1: He yeah, still
0: in like his day. He doesn't need the money. And he sure as hell doesn't need the fame. He had his own TV show. He he was a judge on Go Big Show. He had everything. He's literally gone back for a bells.
1: Mm-hmm. He's gone back to finish the Rhodes legacy in his mind. And you know what? Hey, a golf cap will clap it up to you. More power to more power to you. But I think how we look at it and how they're looking at it is a little different. I am I can see it absolutely as a business move, your legacy move, the blah, 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 blah. You just had a daughter. I got to mm. prove to her that I can be world champion unlike my dad. Okay, I get it. But then again, you fully understand what this company is capable of. And once you get on its bad side or once they don't like you all of a sudden, when that flavor goes sour, you know what could happen. Yeah. So uh, that's why I keep saying he's, Gambling on himself If he succeeds, great, hopefully within the first year He's world champ Fucking, you know, box checked Oh, they're going to bury me anyway Well, I'm out of here next year, fuck off Or They maybe think about pushing him And then all of a sudden they hate the idea Of pushing him, and now you have to endure Two years of being a fucker Just being some guy Perhaps teasing the idea of Stardust Coming back for crying out loud
0: he's He's a sports entertainer again
1: That's, I mean, it's fine, but again, it's, it's, you have to think about why you left and what they're capable of doing again, regardless of how much you've built yourself. Yeah. Okay. Look at Bobby Lashley. Look at the dudes that left outside, that left the E, made a bigger name, and are now getting fucking buried again. Drew McIntyre is not as once protected as he once was. Okay. And, And that's the fucking prime example. God, nah, dude, you gotta look at it like that
0: Drew carried Raw for a year Now he's chopping up ring ropes with a sword He's
1: chopping ring ropes Just saying Fucking beating up Baron Corbin
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll also admit like At WrestleMania uh, There was a small Part of me that was kind of hoping Maybe this is a one night only thing and he, if he goes back to AEW, he's gonna have fucking nuclear heat after nuclear this. Heat. But no, it's a long term thing.
1: Now he did say multi year. Now in the wrestling business, when most people say multi year, they mean three. Yeah. So
0: unless I'm you're Ronda hoping, Rousey,
1: unless you exactly unless you're Ronda <laughs> Rousey. Now I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that that third year is a uh, like uh, has is an option, or he can opt out if he wants to.
3: Yeah.
1: But hey, whatever. It's his legacy to chase, and I'm gonna say it now. If it doesn't happen in the first year, this was a waste.
0: Yeah. Um I mean it would be cool though if he is the person to dethrone Roman.
1: I mean, hey, that's a fucking big ol' nudge nudge to the AEW fan base if it is, but I also think that fucking Vince is smart enough to know that. Yeah. And I think they're gonna do some kind of fuckery first, and then wh- I can watch watch this happen. And I'm already I'm already pulling a Teddy. I can I can get into my book <laughs> zone here. He wins money in the bank, and I believe that comes up in like four, three, four months, something like that. Wins money in the bank
3: towards Maybe before the end that. Of
1: the, oh, even before that, huh?
3: Possibly,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's usually June at the latest.
1: Okay, well then, bitching. So within the next couple of months, he can win money in the bank. And then I can almost guarantee you four months, four or five months from now, as much as these unified belts are a thing, they're not going to be a thing for much longer and they're going to separate them again. And Roman will be universal heavyweight champion. And then they're going to have the WWE just fucking floundering around and he'll win it then. And, Oh, there's your legacy check. And and then probably just as a big giant middle finger to any other you guys that come over, they unify it again just to piss them off.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we, I mean, we don't know what the hell's happening with Roman. Um, no. They w- they waited all night for the promo at the end of Raw, and then he basically just said, "You'll have to watch SmackDown." You what have to the watch
3: Fuck. Smackdown. Well,
0: I want to know he two hurt? things. Is yeah, I want to know two things: Is he hurt, and are they keeping the belts together, or if they yeah. are, for how long? Yeah, I'm with that one. How long are we keeping these
1: things together? If we're keeping them fucking together. And if we are, can we just get a new belt design? Like a new please. new Belt design? Like a like a real belt, please. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a and, classic and one. Please. And as far as injuries, bro, if you're telling me this fucking guy's not injured, I swear to God. He looked like, I don't know if you've seen the pictures up on Twitter where it it, yeah. it looks like his, it, it's either his fucking, he tore his tricep or he
0: dislocated his shoulder. I'm pretty sure he maybe did both, but he popped his shoulder back into place.
1: Yeah. If he tore his tricep, that's going to fucking suck that that's the big muscle behind your bicep. Yeah. So that's all bad. I mean, he, you, you seen him, he got to this and I'm like, he's not doing the Keith Lee people. <laughs> okay, he just can't get his arm up.
0: No, and then that he did, but he, he he really forced it.
1: Yeah, and you could see the pain on his face. I was like, oh, I feel for you, bro.
0: You maybe might not want to do that in case it gets worse. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, <laughs> but I, it just might.
0: After all this build and this incredible long reign, I would hate to see it end on an injury. But it's that you fucking universal what? title. It's cursed.
1: It really is, though. It it really, really is, though. That's why I'm saying, get rid of the motherfucking thing and just make one belt. One belt.
0: Because they're flip flopping between shows anyway. Why do we even need a brand split anymore?
1: Just yeah. Seriously. Seriously.
0: The only way, the only one I could understand is maybe the women keep the women on like with multiple belts because. There's not enough opportunity. I think there's too many women and not enough opportunities right now.
1: Um, I can get with that one. I mean, yeah, because they're willing to push a bunch of the different ladies to a degree a lot more than they're willing to push a, push a bunch of different guys. They're willing yeah. to push the same handful of dudes because we know they get over. But, hey, what about this lady? What about this one? What about this one? What about this one? What about this? OK. So, yeah, I'm- might as well keep it like that.
0: I mean, just the Raw women's title alone this past year, we've had like, yeah, but title back on Becky's cool. But like, what about Liv? What about Bianca? Hell, yeah. Shayna. What about Rhea right. Ripley? There's so much talent in the women's division. And only very like very- two of them can be women's champions. And one of them always has to be Charlotte.
1: <laughs> also very true. <laughs>
0: um, Ronda Rousey also debunked the rumor that she was pissed about not actually main eventing night one. Um, And also she didn't stay late for the Hall of Fame I mean she said like I I got a six month old at home I had to leave early that's why Fair enough
1: I was gonna say I was like are you Are we really bitching about people not hanging out at the Hall of Fame Didn't like
0: half the people leave a couple years ago Because it went on too fucking long Yes
1: (laughs) So stop fucking complaining bro Like these dudes gotta turn around and work the next day I'm not hanging out for five hours in a fucking suit No To watch this guy fucking talk about shit that I already knew about
0: um, I haven't actually watched the entire Hall of Fame ceremony yet because, again, it is long.
1: They always are.
0: Um, and WrestleMania weekend's long enough as it is. I was actually looking There's going to be a lot of WrestleMania mentions in this week's history. And I actually, just realized the last full-length one-night WrestleMania was WrestleMania 38, and there was 12 matches.
3: Hey.
0: Not 38. That was this year. Um, 35. 30 five. five. Four, yes. No. 36 was in the Thunderdome. 37 was the half-capacity one ah, last big, year. Big, big and then, big, big. So yeah, it was 35. It was the last full-length one-night WrestleMania.
1: Damn.
0: And that was the one that had the butchy ending with Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. That's true. Um, oh, God. That's a nice segue, though. So let's go into this week in wrestling history. There's going to be a lot of WrestleMania history this week. It's pretty much just the history of WrestleMania.
2: This whole wrap
3: Three, two, one On April 1st Four
0: WrestleManias Have taken place on April 1st Starting with Wrestlemania 6 in 1990 Which was main evented By the Ultimate Warrior Defeating Hulk Hogan for the WWE Championship Um, IC Champion versus WWE Champion I think it was like the first title for title match Um Edge was in attendance because it was in Canada, Canada. Canada. Uh, Legendary WrestleMania six. Um, the greatest WrestleMania of all time. WrestleMania X seven was in 2001 on April 1st, which featured Undertaker versus triple H and the longest ref bump ever. Like, I'm pretty sure he got knocked out for 20 minutes while they brawled around the arena.
1: (laughs) Took a quite literal nap.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, what else we had? We had, of course, TLC 2 and Austin Rock 2, which ended with the um, shocking handshake between Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. And literally right up until the closing seconds, I was like, he's going to stun him. He's got to stun him. Holy shit, he didn't stun him. Holy shit. Austin turned heel. Austin um, heel. April, I, people complain about that heel run. I really enjoyed it. I thought he was a funny heel. World I mean, champion.
1: yeah, I, it was. I mean, now that's the thing. I, I don't know who. The fuck. I don't know. I'm not one to bitch about it because I'm with you. If it works, it works, and it's funny. And yeah, he was funny as a heel. And I didn't even. I even like the music. Okay, but oh, mind you, I'm also a Disturb awesome. fan. Yes. So, but it was like it, it was good stuff. People bitch about it because it just wasn't Steve. It was. Oh, but Steve turned his back. But he's even funnier now. <laughs> like, come on.
0: But he's a coward, yeah, but he can still kick your ass. But
1: he is hilarious.
0: <laughs> he also had my, one of my favorite underrated catchphrases that he came up with as a heel, which never really caught on, but it should have done. And it was basically anytime something bad happened to him. My name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am the WWF champion, and I do not deserve this.
1: I do not deserve this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even when he's getting loaded into the back of an ambulance. <laughs>
1: They would have 100% made that a shirt nowadays
0: Yes, that should have been a t-shirt I would have bought it um, Also on April 1st WrestleMania 23 in 2007 Undertaker defeated Batista For the world title uh, The Battle of the Billionaires took place Oh god Yeah yeah, That was a bad stunner too um.
1: That was the worst <laughs> That dude just fucking oh. They didn't even know what to do
0: No and also, Donald Trump's awful punches on Vince. Well, punch in the air just above Vince's face. Um, yeah. John Cena also defended WWE title against his co-tag team champion, Shawn Michaels. Uh, he also had a very cool entrance in a Ford. I think it was a Mustang. When he just smashed into the arena. Uh, WrestleMania 28 in 2012. Emilio's favorite, WrestleMania.
3: 2012. 2012.
0: <laughs> Sheamus defeated Daniel Bryan in 28 seconds For the world championship okay. um, The end of an era Hell in a cell match Between Triple H and The Undertaker With Shawn Michaels as special referee Now it really has ended um, CM Punk defended WWE title Against Chris Jericho And John Cena versus The Rock Once in a lifetime Until they did it again the next year
1: <laughs> like Once in a lifetime but twice
0: yeah, it's just so blatantly stupid. <clears throat> and they Great didn't give time. a shit. They still pushed it. Uh, April 2nd, we had five WrestleManias. Uh, WrestleMania 5 in 1989, where the mega powers exploded and Hulk Hogan defeated Randy Savage for the WWE Championship. Uh, WrestleMania 11 in 1995, probably the less said the better, but uh, Undertaker defeated King Kong Bundy. Bret Hart defeated Bob Backlund and I. Quit match. Diesel defended the WWE title against Shawn Michaels. But the main event was New York Giants linebacker Lawrence Taylor uh, winning against Bam Bam Bigelow. And we probably shouldn't even be talking about Taylor. Don't don't Google him, kids. Don't Google Lawrence. Especially, kids, don't Google him. (laughs) Um, Moving on. WrestleMania 2000 in the prelude to TLC. Edge and Christian defeated the Dudleys and the Hardys in a ladder match. Kernangle lost both the European and the Intercontinental Championships to Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit. I believe he called them the Eurocontinental Championship. Yes. <laughs> In a two falls triple threat match, which I don't think they've ever used that concept again, but I loved it.
1: No, like yeah, yeah. the first
0: falls for the IC title, second falls for the European title.
1: Problem is, is you know that's a good, cool, logical idea, and uh, well, we know how he feels about the logic.
0: Right. Um, main events famously had a McMahon in every corner As Mick Foley was brought out of retirement after a month By Linda um, Because he'd never main evented in WrestleMania And she wanted to give him that one last chance
1: She's cool sometimes uh,
0: Yeah Shane backed the big show The Rock had Vince in his corner Big mistake And of course Triple H had Stephanie The McMahons then of course screwed The Rock out of the title
1: The Rock screwed The Rock
0: and it was like one of those first times where the WWE champion, apart from Hulk Hogan, uh, and Diesel retained, this, well, okay, the first heel, WWE champion retained the title in the WrestleMania main event, and it was like, this This isn't supposed to happen. The Rumble winner is supposed to win the title. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. WrestleMania 2000 kind of changed the game a little bit. Um, yeah. Where were we up to? WrestleMania 22 in 2006 in Chi-Town. Uh, Rob Van Dam won Money in the Bank. Edge defeated Mick Foley in a hardcore match. See, he's out of retirement again. Um, Mickey James defeated Trish Stratus for the Women's Championship after grabbing a handful. Um, yes. And, which is not available on the WWE Network or Peacock version of WrestleMania 22, I don't believe anymore. Um, oh, <laughs> taking away my nostalgia moments. Yeah, we can't rate this PG. Um, shit. Uh, Undertaker defeated Mark Henry in a casket match Shawn Michaels defeated Vince in a no-holds-bad match Rey Mysterio defeated Kurt Angle and Randy Orton for the World Championship And John Cena defended the WWE title against Triple H WrestleMania 33 in 2017 had KO and Jericho uh, demoted to the US title From the Universal title because Old Bill had to drop the Universal title to Brock Still salty uh also sell about this one Randy Orton defeated Bray Wyatt for the WWE title For absolutely no reason No 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 <sighs> Made no sense uh, And Seth Rollins defeated Triple H In an unsanctioned match And in the main event Roman Reigns defeated The Undertaker In what at the time Appeared to be Taker's retirement It was perfectly done But he went on for a couple more years
1: Yeah it just kept on going
0: And Roman got like the biggest round of booze the next night.
1: I think he stood in
0: a ring for like almost ten minutes just getting booed and chanted before he just said, This is my yard now and walked out.
1: (laughs) My yard now, like, oh that's it. We waited this whole time for you to say fucking four words.
0: But it was great because the booze got even louder then. (laughs) That's true. Like, you think they would have been exhausted after booing him for all that time and shut the fuck up before he even said a word. Damn. Great, great heat. That's how you get heat. You beat The Undertaker. Right. Um, three WrestleManias took place on April 3rd. WrestleMania 21 in 2005. WrestleMania went Hollywood. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero in another one of their classics. Edge won the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, Undertaker defeated Randy Orton, Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels put on a motherfucking clinic. Absolutely loved that match. Uh, Aki Bono defeated Big Show in a sumo match. That's right. Oh, yeah, this will be a good idea. Um, John Cena defeated JBL for the WWE Championship, and Batista defeated Triple H for the world title. Plus, Stone Cold raised a little bit of hell on Piper's Pit.
1: That's Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Piper's Pit segment.
0: We also had a segment with Hulk Hogan and Muhammad Hassan because, of course, no thank you <laughs> in 2011 at WrestleMania 27. Edge defa- uh, defended the World Heavyweight Championship against Al Perro Del Rio. Uh, no holds barred match, Undertaker Triple H. I believe they both got fined for that match too because they used chair shots to the head, and that was a big no no.
3: Uh,
0: Triple H was COO at the time too And he still got fined But they didn't give a shit They wanted to use chair shots So you let them use chair shots Because it's Seiko and Triple H They can do what they want
1: Exactly You ain't gonna tell me shit
0: John Cena also lost the WWE Championship To The Miz Thanks to The Rock Goddamn Rock (laughs) Terrible at the time But you know what He he deserved it And he, he deserved it even more the second time But it was only for like a fucking week um, WrestleMania 32 in 2016, Zack Ryder won the IC title in a seven man ladder match. Jericho defeated AJ Styles. Um, in one of the most disappointing matches in Mania history, Brock Lesnar defeated Dean Ambrose in a no holds barred match.
1: Yeah, Where, that was shit.
0: Yeah, with so many expectations, none of them met. Uh, the Divas title finally came to an end as the Women's Championship was reintroduced in a Triple Threat match between Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks. Undertaker yeah. defeated Shane O'Mac in a Hell in a Cell match. And yeah. in in the main event, nobody wanted. Roman Reigns defeated Triple H for the WWE title in a 30-minute match at the end of a seven-hour show. It was a fucking chore that year, let me tell you.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Well, no, I barely remember that. There's probably a reason, but... <laughs> Just the fucking sheer thought of it is making me just like, oh, my God, is it still going? Yeah. Still going? But, like, I mean, I'm not going to say I have gotten used to these things being crazy long, but fucking seven hours was goddamn a lot.
0: And you kind of have to watch the pre-show because there was, uh, like, three matches on it. So yeah. it it wasn't just, like, you can skip the pre-show and then we got a five-hour WrestleMania. It was it was a seven-hour show.
1: Oh, yeah, the whole fucking bit. <sighs>
0: Uh I mean, everybody in attendance Got their money's worth, I guess <laughs> There was Two WrestleManias on April 4th uh WrestleMania 9 in 1993 Probably one of the worst WrestleManias Of all time in Caesar's Palace uh, Yeah, it was bad it Featured an absolute dud Between Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez And for whatever reason They even had a rematch at SummerSlam oh, But gosh. uh it was. I think the worst part was it was main evented by Yokozuna, defended the WWE title against Bret before Hulk Hogan waltzed in and won the title in an impromptu 23 second match.
1: Right. It, it just. Oh, he was like, "Oh, come on!" I don't even know what had happened. I just remember hearing Bret lost. <laughs> Hogan comes out with his gigantic black eye. Yeah. And wins in a matter of seconds.
0: And I'm, if I remember correctly, Mr. Fuji. Cost Brett to match with the the powder. Ah, uh, the salt. Yeah, the, the salt. Right. Um, and then Hogan came out, and Brett was like, Oh, you go get him. I'll get him for you." So, I oh, yeah, you do your thing, Hulksters. Fortunately, the following year, Brett beat Yoko. But, <laughs> Thank you. um, WrestleMania thirty-six, night one, was also on April fourth. Um, it was the first WrestleMania of the pandemic era. No one, ante- no uh, attendance. And also, it was the first one to be split into two nights, uh, which was main evented by The Undertaker's last official match, the Boneyard match with AJ Styles.
1: That Boneyard match was cheers, boy.
0: It was. I remember vividly watching that live thinking, this is game changing. <clears throat> it was. Only problem was, it gave WWE a habit of putting on cinematic matches, and they, they weren't very good at it after that one. I think Triple H produced this one. That's why it was so good. Oh,
1: yeah, uh, it was, um, I think it was, like, the whole fucking NXT crew, even, like, right? him, uh, Sean, Road Dogg, yeah, and, you know, obviously a lot
0: of input from Tick, so, it was an NXT-produced, uh, it cinematic match, <clears throat> uh, three WrestleManias on April 5th, WrestleMania 8 and 92, Undertaker defeated Jake the Snake Roberts. Bret Hart defeated Roddy Piper for the Intercontinental title. Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair for the WWE title. And Hulk Hogan defeated Sid Justice in the main event. Because Hogan had the main event, right? Uh, In in 2009, I love this, WWE mistakenly called it the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. Even though it was the 25th WrestleMania, which would have made it the 24th anniversary. 24th anniversary, Hammer. It's like they never really realized their mistake. But uh, they got no math? Yeah, they ain't got no math. No math skills. Uh, CM Punk became the first two-time Money in the Bank winner. Um, Matt defeated Jeff in an Extreme Rules Clash of the Hardys. Um Rey Mysterio defeated JBL in 21 seconds for the Intercontinental Championship. JBL then promptly quit, thus retiring <laughs> on the spot. This was JBL's last match. Um Undertaker also defeated Shawn Michaels in the first of their back-to-back classics. Seriously, go back and watch them if you haven't. If if you're too young, go back and watch them. Jeez.
1: Yeah, I don't give a shit about what's your age. Get on the peacock. Go do it.
0: Um, John Cena defeated Big Show and Edge for the World Championship. And Triple H defeated Randy Orton to retain the WWE title. And, of course, number 36, Night 2, was also on this day, uh, which kicked off with one of WWE's most bullshit bookings in recent years. As Charlotte defeated Rhea Ripley For the NXT women's title
1: Still makes no <sighs> sense
0: No Like where did it even go Home Because they Eo home. won the title afterwards Yeah She could have easily just won it off of Rhea
1: Yeah but again That's
0: logic <laughs> um, Edge defeated Randy Orton In what felt like a three hour long Last man standing match
1: Fucking felt it was. I don't give a shit what the time was, bro. I fucking fell asleep. Woke up. They were still fighting on the bus. <laughs> I was like, dude, I like both of you guys, but you're fucking killing me.
0: Yeah, it was very dope, and I hate to say that about Edge and Randy Orton because they've always had such great matches together. Um, and this was Edge's like first singles match in nine years. We
3: expected more. Oh. God, it was so just so more.
0: boring <laughs> Fortunately, Edge has redeemed himself In the years since after his return Very true um, Bray Wyatt defeated John Cena In a Firefly House of Fun match And it really was fun That was that was an improvement after the Last Man Standing match um, And Drew McIntyre Defeated Brock Lesnar for the WWE title Also on this day, a little diversion From WrestleMania At Supercard of Honor 7 Jay Briscoe won his first Ring of Honor World title Defeating Kevin Steen Right. All right, two days left We only had one WrestleMania on April 6th It was in 2014, WrestleMania 30 Which of course was built around the iconic Daniel Bryan story As he defeated Triple H And later defeated Batista and Randy Orton to win the WWE Championship Well, WWE World Heavyweight Championship Because it actually was unified back then Mm -hmm. Um, John Cena also defeated Bray Wyatt Bullshit and in one of the most shocking moments in WWE history, Brock Lesnar entered The Undertaker's streak.
1: Oh, yeah. Still. It's,
0: it's a sore subject for a lot of people still. I remember though, watching it and thinking, you know what? <sighs> that kind of made sense. Brock can take the heat.
1: It wasn't so much the heat I was worried about. I, it was. I think this was like the time where I swear there was a lot of Issues with like the refs fucking up counts And I was like Oh he fucked the count up Oh they fucked the finish up Oh what are they gonna do Nothing Brock won Fuck you what do you mean he won And that's what I mean he won And I'm like oh shit
0: Yeah it was also saying no, that that uh, Taker was concussed for the match
1: Fuck yeah he was I mean he got tossed around big fucking
0: fella Damn Um, If he wasn't concussed If the match had gone a lot better Maybe he would have retired after losing the streak, but he was so disappointed with that performance, he had to come back, and that's understandable.
1: He wanted to redeem himself. Yeah. Makes perfect
0: sense. I think he did. He had a couple of good matches after his turn. They weren't, like, classic taker quality, but they were far improved from WrestleMania 30. All right. Um, All right. Finally, today in history, we had three WrestleMania's. The first of which was in three different arenas. WrestleMania II in 1986 featured Mr. T defeating Roddy Piper in a boxing match. And Hulk Hogan defeating King Kong Bundy in a steel cage match to retain the WWE title. Chicago got kind of shafted at WrestleMania. Because there wasn't... I think there was three matches in each arena. And all the big ones were in... um, What were the other two arenas? Well, the other two. L.A there it with LA,
1: New York and then one in Chicago.
0: Yeah, and Chicago had like the three least exciting matches. Yeah, I want I want I got this card right here. I want to I want <laughs> I know they had the, the The main event in Chicago was a tag team match with the Bulldogs.
1: Andre the Giant is this the battle fucking royal. Yeah, game?
0: they had a the battle royal too.
1: Okay, so Andre the Giant won a battle royal. Uh, that featured, let's see, Big John Studd, Bret Hart, Bruno San Martino, Dan Spivey, uh, Hillbilly Jim, and then, oh, fucking Pedro Morales and Iron Cheek, Tony Atlas, William Perry, bunch of other fucking nerds. Yeah, had <laughs> Davey Boy Smith and Dynabite Kid, um, Defeat, Brutus Beefcake, and Greg Valentine for the tag titles. Yeah. You had Corporal Kitchener. Defeated fucking uh, Nikola Volkov. And then there was Fabulous Mula versus uh, Valette McIntyre. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck that or Velvet McIntyre. I have no fucking idea who the fuck that is. She in a, go definitely in a minute 25. In a minute 25, Daz, what kind of fucking main event <laughs> or fucking goddamn WrestleMania <clears throat> match is a minute 25, bro?
0: Right. And then LA get a cage match with Hogan. With King Kong Bundy of all month. And then you got
1: Haas Funk and Terry. You got the Funks versus fucking uh, Tino Santana and Junkyard Dog. Damn, I can't be mad at that. (laughs) Steamboat and Hercules Hernandez. I can absolutely be mad at that. Because goddamn,
0: Hernandez sucked. But Steamboat didn't. Steamboat was the man. Um, I don't think I've seen WrestleMania 2, but I imagine Steamboat would have carried him. Oh, I'm positive. Um. Okay, WrestleMania 29 in 2013, Undertaker defeated CM Punk. Um, in which I think was like Taker's last classic, awesome WrestleMania performance, and it just got yeah. they were they were hit and miss after that. Um, yeah. this this was like the last one of classic Taker, and Punk damn near killed himself to make it match night.
1: He was, yeah, he really did.
0: Those are his own that was, words.
1: That was a really <laughs> good one, though. Yeah, was it was a really good setup. The whole, the whole build towards it, the Punk with the urn and everything, oh. just everything about it was was done so well.
0: Yeah. Uh, Triple H defeated Brock Lesnar in a no holds barred match with his career on the line, and here we go. Twice in a lifetime, John Cena defeated The Rock for the WWE Championship.
1: Twice? In, what the fuck?
0: Finally, WrestleMania 35 in 2019, as we said um, a little bit earlier on, the last full-length one-day WrestleMania. uh, Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar for the Universal title in the opening match, and I think it was like two minutes, if that,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, because Brock was pissed that he wasn't in the main event, so he wanted to go on first and make it a squash match.
1: (laughs) Um, Kill devil.
0: Yeah. Shane O'Mac defeated The Miz in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Kofi Kingston defeated Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship in a classic payoff to a great story. Um, Triple H defeated Batista in a No Holds Barred match, B- Batista's last match. Oh, Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle in Kurt Angle's last match.
1: Oh, that's real.
0: And he got so much heat for it. And as I said, despite the botchy finish, Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte and Ronda Rousey in the first ever Women's WrestleMania main event to win both the Raw and SmackDown Women's titles. Mm. I feel like I've just read the entire encyclopedia of WrestleMania.
1: Felt like it a little bit, but it is what it is, bro. That's how you you know the wrestling history is, is is hot for April.
0: Yeah, that's what this week is, it's WrestleMania week. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, A few birthdays this week. Randy Orton turned forty two. Madman Fulton turned thirty two. Shit, he's younger than me. Right. Well, he's about the same age. Uh Scorpio Sky turned 39. I didn't know he was close to 40. Jack Evans turned forty. That surprised me too. Um nah,
1: he's old as shit.
0: <laughs> British Indie icon, Jody Fleisch. Turned 42. If anybody's watched some FWA, you know all about Jody Fleisch the Phoenix. Um, Lance Storm turned 53. Another icon, Tiger Jeet Singh, turned 78. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Uh, Chelsea Green turned 31. She's younger than me. Uh, Dominic Mysterio turned 25. Charlotte Flair turned 36, but she looks 63.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's up, but it's true.
0: Sorry, uh, Bushi turned 39, DDP turned 66, and happy birthday today to Sanjay Dutt, who turned 40, and David Otunga is 42.
1: And uh, Shota Aminu, who is a whopping fucking Jesus Christ, your young pal. The fucking kid's 26 today. Damn. Shota Aminu, god damn. And for well, those who are confused about who the hell Shoto Aminu is, it's the, uh, it was the dude that was running around with John Moxley in Japan. Yeah. Good stuff. Good guy. <laughs> hey guys, good guy.
0: All right, it's almost time for stupid shit people have said online. But first, oh, fucking shit. a word from Cypher.
2: Alright y'all, so ever since the contract signing two weeks ago, there's been a lot of misplacement. There's been a lot of questions, there's been a lot of just, you know, shit's been blowing up. And since it's been two weeks, I think now is the time to put out there what happened. So here it goes. Now... Let's talk about the pros of what happened. Ever since I signed with Chad Malcolm, things have been looking pretty good for you, boy. Like, I didn't know working for somebody had its perks, you know? Because we all got jobs. And what happens when you be the best worker at your job? You get rewarded. And I got rewarded handsomely. Like, it's crazy, bro. Like, I've been out here living my best life. Just it's crazy. Pro another pro to this, you know. I mean, honestly, I've been happier. I'm better. I look great. Skin complexion on point. Shaved my head off, you know. Everything's great. Everything's golden. Another pro to this is I laid Travis the Walker Anderson out. I laid that motherfucker out so smooth, boy. I got to tell you. I ain't never seen somebody hit the floor hard like that. Like, that was amazing. And I thought the chair shot was hard, but He even landed hard on his head, bro. So, yeah, he's got two, probably, skull fractures now. Well, two different skull fractures, but that's besides the point. And for the cons, there's really no cons. Travis had an opportunity to sign with with Chad to you know get back on the right track but he didn't wanna know why because the walker is weak the walker is no longer his self-proclaimed bold self up he can't bow up no more he goed up against me and got laid out flat folded up like yesterday's laundry ain't no way the big talk of the bit and bowled up and stuff is over it's done he's out he was fired and I took his job. Now, some of y'all may be questioning why. Why, Corey? That was your brother at one time. Why would you turn your back on your brother? Because the walker turned his back on me. That's right. Travis is not the hero of the story. I am. Travis left me behind. Travis brought me in to take me under his wing. And what did he do? He started winning multiple titles. He started to go on the bigger, better things. Hell. And here I am, scratching, clawing, fighting my way to the top, and he didn't help me, which is okay, I'm a man, I can do things on my own, but unlike Travis Walker Anderson, who needs about, you know, 50 different personalities like the shape, no pun intended, sorry, shape, but I'm just saying, man, things, it is what it is, shit happens, I Took out the walker in his own house. And yes, I wasn't supposed to be over there. Yeah, he can press charges, but at the same time, really don't matter. Because I now have what he once had. And to turn down this kind of power, I feel bad for Travis. I understand he's got kids and he has miles of fees. I get that. I give him all the credit for the world for that. 'Cause that is my niece and nephew, but what Travis don't understand in the these days age, you gotta make moves to make, you gotta make moves to get money, baby. That's the part. He didn't make a move, I did. He get he was in the way. Shit happens. But you know, I just thought I'd make this little video explaining it. I mean He didn't make a mistake though a very big mistake he should have read the contract more thoroughly because now I have his prestigious crown and I'm the champion now he's fired so probably if I had to take a guess probably in 90 days when he gets back if he comes back because you know two skull fractures I mean that was a bloody mess man it was nasty but anyway I'm fidgeting because I'm excited but anyway excuse me it's just the fact that I hold his prestigious hold his prestigious crown that is now mine and in 90 days I know he's gonna want it back so whenever the walker feels like he's up to it feels like he's done playing house bitch Then he will get his crown back in 90 days. But until then. I got it. So if you want it. Anybody can come get it.
1: (laughs) Can you believe. The shit these marks say.
0: Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. First up. We have Fickle Nation. Um, yeah, <laughs> some people will probably know who it is. Um, Fickle Nation uh, wanted to welcome home, welcome Brandy home, and also said, "Unlike your former company, we appreciate y'all."
1: I beg your pardon.
0: Somebody then um, replied, "Is this you?" and attached some other tweets from Fickle Nation. Which were like Brandy is so cringe, Brandy's as such a Stephanie wannabe. Uh, Brandy Rhodes has had more character changes and unfinished stories in one year than any other wrestler combined. She is truly awful. Same same person.
1: Does this motherfucker know that she also didn't sign? <laughs> like, fucking
0: dude! <laughs> Just keep
1: on digging, baby. Keep on digging. God damn!
0: Up uh, next, we have Candy Cane. Candy Cane. Okay. <laughs> to anybody that's watched, uh don't, it had a different title um, in the US, but in the UK it was called uh, Roadkill, uh, and Paul Walker was in it. Yeah, it was about they were being stalked basically by a trucker over a oh, CB oh radio, God. and he kept asking for Candy Cane
1: i fucking seen this movie And it used to fucking play all the goddamn time On like
0: television I fucking
1: hated it But I always watched it
0: Yeah, uh, Steve Zahn was in it too And Lily Sobieski Alright, uh, Candy Cane uh, responded to Oh man, this one really bugged me Triple H's retirement um, this past week And I don't know what this guy's issue is But he said uh, well the the headline is Triple H Officially ends his career at WrestleMania 38 Night 2 He will never wrestle again Due to heart issues
3: mm-hmm.
0: Candy Kane replies Until the end he was so selfish He couldn't even do a shitty injury angle Where he gets destroyed and puts someone over Good riddance to his Shitty mania entrances And to the king of B plus players Like He didn't plan To retire like this He literally had a fucking heart attack and has to wear a defibrillator.
1: Okay, here's my and Kane and Kane is a. I tell you what, boy, it is not sweet. It is a fucking retired. So w- let's be. Let's keep this mad funky. The when was the last time this dude was in a wrestling capacity?
0: It was a house show. I think it was 2019 in a tag match.
1: Okay, is that that's is that after? The the Saudi show where him and uh fucking uh trip uh h- h- no, triple H got
0: <laughs> him and, and himself, no where him and uh <laughs> Sean
1: went in there and it fucking just ruined oh, yeah, the place.
0: Yeah. Way after that because then they had the one-on-one with Randy. Um oh, and then his right. last match was at a house show with a tag match with uh it was like Bobby Roode Nakamura. I think Nakamura was in it. Can't really remember, but yeah.
3: Okay, all right, okay. So then
1: again, why the fuck does he need to do a goddamn angle to be like, oh, uh, brother, let me put you over, brother? I haven't fucking wrestled in almost three fucking, in almost four fucking years, you goddamn, just like, oh, my God. The
0: sheer stupidity of some people. And I could have another heart attack any moment, but just hit me with a move. Right,
1: yeah. It's okay, don't trip. My heart will take it. Oh, wait, it fucking can't, pal.
0: Dumbass. Uh next up we have <laughs> this is literally based on just the dude's profile picture. Reddy Red McRedman. There's a lot of red in his profile picture. Um he said no new stars were made in the production of this show, meaning WrestleMania Night Two. Um just yeah. in Night Two, like Gable Stevenson was presented as a star. Um Johnny Knoxville was basically a star for the night. He was a star. Damien Priest has aligned himself with Edge, a legend, Pat McAfee. Don't even need to say anything about Pat McAfee. But uh but okay. Um so he he then responded to this saying Gable Stevenson has zero charisma. Uh Johnny is a fucking celebrity. He won't stick around. Priest sucks. And Pat McAfee got buried by VKM himself. Okay, so first of all, Gable has only just signed. I was he gonna say, done I was like,
1: yet. How do you know if this guy has no charisma if all he did was this?
0: He's only just signed. He hasn't done anything yet and they're already presenting him like a big signing. <laughs> um, he did
1: this and everybody's like, he has no charisma. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, they didn't him a microphone.
0: <laughs> and, and yeah, Knoxville is a celebrity, but it was a great performance and just like Logan Paul and even Bad Bunny, he, they exceeded expectations. And as There's for McAfee not... McAfee's McAfee. over as
1: fuck Oh my god
0: This guy I didn't think I... it was possible to Get cooler And then he comes out to fucking Seven Nation Army What an entrance god. music
1: Costing Vince a pretty penny <laughs> Boy I tell you what That tongue ain't cheap <laughs> But my thing And this is because I did get a little bit of this backlash Is well, as impressive as McAfee, or this is, now mind you, this was from the first one. As impressive as McAfee was, I think Adam Cole carried him. It's what a lot of people kept saying. You're going to tell me Austin mm. theory carried this fucking guy? Nah. If anything, if anything, and I will say this because I had to point it out and I was laughing my ass off, when when Pat did that uh just like standing leap to the top turnbuckle, yeah. Austin had to catch him. But I'm like, well, yeah, you better fucking catch me, dude. I'm fucking leaping all the way up here like a jackass. He did
0: like, the you better shelter. help me out. But no, Ma- McAfee ran that match. He was all over Austin Fury.
1: Yeah, he fucking <clears throat> he owned that shit. And, but, but I will agree with homeboy that VK walked in there and just buried the fucking piss out of him. He said, hey, <laughs> kid, you're not getting over in my company. Oh, I already did. Not anymore, you're not.
0: But Pat got his own back by with a much better sunner, stunner cell.
1: Oh, that fucking cheese!
0: Oh, Vince, what happened, man?
1: I don't care what nobody uh. said. I, that is to me, and I and I will argue with everybody till I'm blue in the face. That was the greatest stunner cell <laughs> I have ever seen, and I lived through the fucking era where the stunner was. Where everybody got the stunner, everybody. Yep. It was an om- Like you, it was an honor to get stunned. You know what I mean, but no, dude, fucking McAfee's was the just the fucking best. Just goes straight up, yeah, and foaming at
0: the mouth. Apparently, it was also improvised. He he didn't know he was going to get stunned. No, until it happened.
1: And that's Um, how you. And then the thing. And okay, when fucking you get fifty plus year old Stone Cold (laughs) Steve Austin, who obviously has a buzz, who is quite literally running around the ring. Giggling like a little girl (laughs) after he hits you with a move. You have done good, bro. You have
0: done good. Oh, the the laugh that came out of Stone Cold when Vince botched that stunner.
1: Oh, that too. (laughs) Did you see Mick Foley? Oh, yeah. Mick Foley damn near had a heart attack. He was laughing so fucking hard.
0: (laughs) I think it's become a thing now to oversell the stunner as much as possible. Austin yeah. Fury went about 20 feet in the air.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Vince, and people Vince, gave him shit about it. You hear that? People gave him shit about it. It was disrespectful. Like, bro, you don't <clears throat> know fucking wrestling. Shut up.
0: Now, now the rock's like, all of a sudden, my cell isn't so bad, right? But uh, Vince went the other way. He undersold it as much as possible. He did, He does the whole... <laughs> Excuse me. does the whole...
1: Oh, God, he got hit. Oh.
0: Just crumbles just,
1: like an asshole.
0: Austin tries to catch him, and then he goes and backs off the ropes. Exactly. That's what just.
1: Vince is like, uh, he's like he, excuse me, like a baby deer. Yeah, isn't, but that, it was, isn't that what Ed said? Ed, said, <laughs> it was what Ed said. Ed, he's like he's like a baby. He's oh no, uh, what is he? He's like he's a giant, strong man, but his legs are like a uh, like a baby, <laughs> like a newborn horse or whatever. Like he can barely, you know, he's got this power strut, but his all of his fucking base is up here and shit. And yeah. so, Jesus! Yeah. Please don't hit me. All right, fine.
0: I think there was plenty of stars made at WrestleMania, um, and especially oh, we, we actually didn't get into it. Uh, Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Two years in a row, she's had arguably the best match of the weekend. Facts. And she's won the title both times. Facts.
1: No disagreeing
0: here. Which
3: actually, no, the actually,
0: brings me to the final shit, Mark say which is fresh this morning.
1: Ah, oh, uh, so oh, this was. Uh, here we go, bro. Like of all the fucking hate Bianca was getting for a while, and all of a sudden this, it's like there's no more reason for the hate. Enough. Now,
0: uh, so Jim Cornette reviewed Becky Lynch versus oh, Bianca G- Belair, Christ. and let me see if I can think of a name for him quickly. Uh fuck it, let's call him White Penguin. I like it. White Penguin says, respectfully disagree. A black woman can't be a successful champion or a draw. Well, Sasha Banks ain't white. I was going to say she's not. Um, oh, here we go. In the history of the business, there's never been a, a female black star. Because people don't want that. Bianca, in particular, is very boring. And the way she talks is kind of weird. Becky versus Ronda would have been the money match, not this. I mean, maybe uh, the fact that there hasn't been that many black female stars is more Jacqueline. of a reason that there should be right now. I think of Jacqueline immediately. Yeah, she was pretty big back in the day. Uh,
1: but no, I mean, I I can't necessarily disagree. I mean, is it, is it a very stupid take? Absolutely. But at the same time, there's, yeah, there's really, there really has not been a lot of African-American females That had been put in a proper spotlight. Sasha is definitely one of them. Jacqueline is another. Problem is, is like, I mean, Naomi is another one. You can use Naomi for sure. Um, She definitely broke away from that barrier when, you know, she was just a funkodactyl one minute. And now she's kind of like a, she's a real deal McDream, you know what I'm saying? Uh, And look at you know what? I'm going to look at the other goddamn show at this, at this time. Look at goddamn Jade Cargill. Right? Fucking murder in the scene right now. Come on. And like Amber I said, Moon was good in NXT. So what this fucking guy's a fucking nerd.
0: That's not what people want. And like I said, surely the fact that there hasn't been that many is all the more reason that you should be praising Bianca Bella right now for exactly. making waves. She's
1: doing what others can't.
0: And I think she's absolutely a draw. I've seen so many videos of and so many like Twitter posts about little girls that look up to her. Yeah, that's true. She's a massive role model right now.
1: She is, whether people want to believe that shit or not. She's, she's so she's she's a lot better than than. I, know, I was gonna say than we're giving her credit for, but I've been giving her plenty of credit. She's she's very very good. She's extremely athletic. She gets the character. She's Is she overly confident? Last time I checked, that's what you kind of need to be in professional wrestling. So, I mean, what it, what what is there to not like? I'm lost. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand any hate. Knock it off. No. Stop fucking hating.
0: And I gotta say, I've liked Bianca since day one. In NXT, I thought this girl's got something unique about her.
1: I think it took me all of like two weeks to get on her
0: side. She had
1: like <laughs> okay. she show she showed up, then she had a match, and I'm like, "All right, I like it."
0: Yeah, and she had that like attitude, which should piss you off. Yes, but it works for her. Yes, it does. Like works she beautifully. She, yeah, she she got that mean girl style, but it works. So, <laughs> fuck you, penguin.
1: Exactly, you're an idiot. <laughs>
3: this is velvet sky and i want to thank you so much sweetie for always being so sweet and thank you for all of your support throughout my wrestling career it was really nice to meet you in the uk even though you were too shy to talk that's okay though next time i want to give you a big hug and just thank you in person for Being so sweet all the time. Congratulations to you as well on the birth of your firstborn child. I hope that you have a wonderful experience with fatherhood. So big congratulations to you on that. Oh, and I have one more thing to say to you before I sign off. At Promomania, take it to the max. Take care, babe. Bye. Talk about? You want to talk about WrestleMania? You want to talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin, my idol, and then one last match? You want to talk about Cody Rhodes selling his soul? Or you want to talk about the heist of the century? Last week at Promania 7, I did exactly what I said I was gonna do. For months I sat and told you that I was gonna take the Phoenix's World Championship. For months I spoiled the main event of Mania, and everyone thought I was just talking smack. A mere seconds after the bell, before Phoenix even had a chance to wiggle his wings, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm, cashed in his Iron Bank contract and Phoenix lost the TV title as well. And just to add insult to injury, I took his predictions title on Sunday and sent Phoenix back to the one-day club. I am once again your world champion. Goldie is back home and I did it all by myself. I didn't need any backup. I didn't even need the shape. But what were your last words to me? Maybe you don't need me at all. Maybe you were right. I could a deal with the lawyer back in January to set up my revenge at Bridal and in return he got the briefcase and he got the title. Now you may be asking yourself why the lawyer gave up this very title for a briefcase. To then cash in and win a slightly lower title. Well, you see, the lawyer sees the bigger picture. The lawyer is the longest reigning world champion in match wrestling history, and he understands it's not about being world champion all the time, it's about cementing your legacy everywhere people look. The lawyer's end game is to collect every stone and become the first match wrestling Grand Slam champion but he gained more than a championship last week. Travis Walker-Anderson didn't appreciate everything the lawyer has done for him, and in his place, a future champion in Cypher. Cypher told you that he wasn't coming back along. Chad Malcolm told you that nobody leaves the lawyer. And now you can refer to me as head of the firm We are the jury and we are bringing law and order back to match wrestling. Starting with you Travis, we, the jury, find you guilty.
0: Welcome back to the Cap and Most Show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe or follow. We are literally everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, PodBay, BayBay. You name it, we're there. Mm-hmm. And as you just heard, the jury is taken over. As your new world champion, I feel it is my duty to restore order to Max Wrestling. Um, I'm LFA. I'm not sure what your loyalties are. You seemed pretty shocked when Cypher broke into Travis's house last week.
1: Well, how the how was I supposed to feel about a man breaking into another man's house?
0: I was being like, was beside myself. I'm I'm kind of on Chad's side here, but fuck. I'm also friends with Travis.
1: Well, that's exactly my concern. <laughs> it's like,
0: you know what? As a business
1: deal, I'm like, okay, cool. We're we're adding we're adding to the core. We're adding from within. You know, Cypher is is a very underrated, underestimated uh, ally, if you will. But then I'm like. As a, you know, as a man, as a, as a human, as a fellow father, I'm like, brother, you just let that big old dude break in your house, you didn't do shit. <laughs> Nothing.
0: Uh, well, either way, um, due to everybody being afraid of the captain, the promo league has been postponed. So uh, if everybody not- would like to, I don't know, throw some balls and pick up a mic, we will maybe launch it after promo slam. How about that? There we go. Because uh, right now, I think we're going to have our hands full. With the jury taking over, everybody. But in the meantime, the next time we bring you a Max Rossing special event is Tribute Takeover Lucky Number 7 on May 24th and 26th. It's that two night show. For the first time ever, a Max special will coincide with an AEW pay per view as we predict double or nothing. But Tribute Takeover is also the birthplace of the Knowledge Championship, and as is now tradition, the title will be on the line in the third annual Champions Chase. Um, it's the match that knowledge champions hate because none have ever survived it so far. Nope. <laughs> um, I mean, you lost it one year, and then you won it back the next year, so...
1: That's the, that is the thing about the Champions Chase. Like how you said, there's been no champions to win it, but it is always... It is always an easier race uphill than it is I guess well no it's well, that's definitely downhill than it yeah. is uphill I guess I don't know
0: but it's e- I just it's easier to run away than it is to chase
1: there you go that's for damn sure <laughs> but as like I said as a dude that that had to defend it the the pressure is just it's so much I don't give a shit what nobody fucking tells you you know people are on your ass and they're oh, yeah, are half of our competitors like promo not promo competitors or half of our knowledge competitors like repeat offenders. Yeah, that's the fucking problem. We know what <laughs> these guys are capable of and it's like, okay, if I let him fucking if I get let him get within 3-4 points, I could fucking be screwed. You know, we've seen Phoenix go with like the five questions at the end and just knock them out and like, oh great. Well, there goes that. So you it it's fucking absolutely nerve-wracking but then that's the great side of the other side of the coin it's you're the guy on easy street well if i get four right he's because you know he's got this and this and it's like okay it's it works out on both ways and i'm not going to say it's as entertaining as the ring of games but it is
0: definitely up there i think there's more pressure on champions chase um sure. my favorite thing about it is obviously you have to work together to take the title off the champion but then you have to face each other to actually win the title if you're right. the champion so true strategy comes in yeah it's very much a game of strategy um so sorry not sorry phoenix uh to dethrone the phoenix all you have to do is outrun him which should be pretty easy after the number of chad and i did on him last week i was gonna say
1: he he's he's limping i'm probably sure of it
0: <laughs> the television championship will also be on the line which is now in the hands of the lawyer after the heist of the century and number one contender is the inaugural TV champ himself, Moses Marquez. That's right. That's going to be go good. Right
1: after, right after that, wing ring of games, Dub.
0: Poor Chad. He keeps facing his uh, clients.
1: I mean, he's just it's, <laughs> uh,
0: it's
1: like, listen, just put it in the contract, bro. Let's just, I let mean, save. We've got to save ourselves for this thing. We got to work together.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was always his plan to cash in at the end, so I think he was hoping to win Ring Games and then pick his own challenger, but alas. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, two-time Ring of Games winner now. That's right. Um, also, as for the World Championship, yeah, we'll see about that. But either way, Trivia Takeover is coming a month early this year. Uh, it's May 24th and 26th. Go to maxwrestling.net slash takeover7 for more information. You. And in case you're wondering, the theme song for said event is Enemy by Fox Haunt. They are certainly no strangers to match wrestling. Go check it out on YouTube and Spotify.
3: Uh,
0: All right, let's go through Dynamite real quick. So kicked off uh, with a banger, Adam Cole versus Christian Cage.
1: Banger for sure. Adam Cole, anything Adam Cole
0: does is banger-ish these days. Yeah, and after the match, Hangman fucking fired up. Once a Texas Death Match for Adam versus Adam Part Two, when, Live when on Hangman, Rampage.
1: When Hangman comes running in and just is a fucking giant ball of fire, how do you not love this fucking guy? I mean, yeah. it's I'm just like I fucking love this Te- Texas Death Match. I'm um, already immediately gives me that bad, bad, bad feeling. That means anything can happen. That means there's 4,800 dudes that could come out and help Adam Cole. I'm, I don't want to say this is it for fucking Hangman, but I you know what? If he drops it on TV, it would
0: shock the world. And not even like on their A show on Rampage. Exactly. He's going to drop it on the graveyard shift on a Friday night. Um, it,
1: right? Think of the fucking concept here.
0: You know what? He really hasn't thought this through because, yeah, a Texas Death Match is great to beat somebody up, but you run that risk of interference. And Adam and again, Cole's got like twenty best friends.
1: I was just gonna say, Adam Cole's got more <laughs> best friends than the best friends.
0: <laughs> oh, there's gonna be some shenanigans, damn sure. Uh,
1: so is, the real question is: is the Dark Order still have his back?
0: True. Yeah.
1: That's where the allies lie or don't lie.
0: Oh man, what if they turn heel on him? Cause That's I mean Dark right. Order is supposed to be a heel group, but obviously they turn face after losing Brody.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying now is the time where all a lot of questions are gonna be answered mm. and we're gonna start moving forward or stay in the same lane. We'll figure it out.
0: Uh so is that one tomorrow or next week? Next week. Next week I thought it was. Uh but I mean tomorrow's Card is pretty stacked for Rampage anyway. Fucking A, right it is. um, Samoa Joe had his first AEW match. Man, I popped so hard when he debuted at Supercard of Honor. Oh, oh, so yeah, by the way, Supercard of Honor was a great pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, Um, Supercard
1: of Honor was, personally, uh, an excellent pay-per-view. It had no bad matches. Uh, I liked their women's match. I don't even know who the other lady was. Uh, it was who the fuck was in that goddamn women's match It was uh, Mercedes it Martinez And I, some other lady I can't remember her name right now All I know is she impressed me so much That I have it to was, now go
0: look up her name It was the, uh, the one Bucketee trained That was on against Jade A couple of weeks back
1: Yeah 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 okay that's where I recognize her from I don't remember her name and I apologize for that But you're fucking awesome And I will look your name mm. up and give you a follow up for damn sure That one was I, great Loved. I remember us
0: saying she was a little bit green against Jade, but the shooting star press was great. Uh, this was a much better performance but against Mercedes.
1: Um, and I absolutely, absolutely loved Josh Woods and um and uh, and Wheeler Yuta for the Pure yeah. Title. My kind of wrestling all day long. Fucking Josh Woods, brother, you're you're underrated, Haas.
0: Yeah, you know what? Though a lot of uh, I don't know if they were just hating on AEW, or if they were WWE sheep, or if they were literally Ring of Honor loyalists. But there were some people that were pissed off that there was—it was very uh, AEW heavy in terms of the winners. Which
1: you AEW know, won every single one of them?
0: Yeah, and I, I get it. But at <clears> the same <throat> time, Ring of Honor and AEW are working together now. You're going to have book crossovers, so it's not necessarily a Dang. bad thing that you're bringing the ROH titles over to AEW.
1: I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I will admit that that was one of the first things I I had started noticing. And I was like, you know what? Them winning every goddamn match isn't exactly like ideal. But then again, if you uh, um, uh, asserted ROH's guys as overly dominant, then you got people questioning, well, why the fuck did they sell the roster in the first place? Well, what about this? And then you got all these dumbass questions coming up when the reality is is yeah you can have a bunch of AEW guys win Ring of Honor titles and then now you have like how you mentioned now you've got more Ring of Honor guys on rampage on dark yeah. on
0: elevation on dynamite on pay-per-views well yeah let's think about it in terms of viewership i mean supercard of honor i think did 20,000 buys which isn't great no, um it's not, not amazingly
1: and, over the top but when was the last time they did 20,000
0: buys exactly Before and AW AEW were getting easily triple figures every time so you want the ring of honor titles on the show that gets the most viewers so that people then become more accustomed to ring of honor titles and ring of honor talents and maybe hopefully they'll watch both shows exactly that's the idea
1: that is the idea
0: long-term booking people Mm. (laughs) um but yeah samoa joe uh defeated max caster first of all fucking love max caster's rap
1: he And then the thing that kills me is, like, Joe's like a hip-hop dude, so he's just kind of like,
0: well, you know, he's not wrong about any of this. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally his reaction to every line. Joe's like, yeah, fair enough.
1: <laughs> he's just <really> like <laughs> nodding. Okay. Okay. Joe, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah I am injury prone. Yeah, I was champion back then.
1: <laughs> he's like, Oh shit, I was, huh? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I think mean, he uses his towel too much.
1: Like I was like I was telling the guys in the TSK, I was like, it's either it's either Max Caster is finally getting over with me. That was just a good example. Or overall, maybe the acclaim is finally getting over. They they were hot. People in the crowd were hot for the
0: acclaimed. Yeah, what's really helped it for me is they've toned it down a little bit. Like they don't rely well, Max in particular, when he does his raps now, he doesn't rely on shock factor.
1: Yeah, Like he just he'll says find, funny well, but shit. He'll find it if he yeah. needs to. But he, but he it's gets not, more
0: personal now. It's not like he's talking about Lady Gaga's guy, bodyguard getting shot anymore. Or, you know, controversial yeah, stuff he, like that. He's literally just taking jabs at his opponents, and it's much better.
1: Yeah, he's he's figured it out.
0: So I think that little bit of heat that he got that one week was uh, what he needed. So yeah, like, some,
1: yeah, sometimes. I look back a little
0: people,
1: bit. Yep, sometimes you just got to tone her down.
0: Take it easy. It ain't ballet. Uh, More chaos between the Hardys and AFO uh, in a batshit crazy table match.
1: I like your explanation of a batshit crazy table match because that's exactly what it was. It was a batshit crazy table match. And there had to be a ladder spot for fucking Jeff. And he did his (laughs) goddamn ladder spot. And I'm yelling to myself, stop fucking jumping off ladders.
0: (laughs) Well, if you can't do a swanton without pancaking somebody anymore. Maybe Thank he shouldn't you. be jumping off ladders, but exactly, it's Jeff, and that's what you expect.
1: Yeah, if he's not jumping off a ladder, there's got to be a <laughs> problem. So,
0: um, it, Surely, though, it's got to be heading to maybe Stadium Stampede between these guys. Uh, after the match, of course, yeah. Sting comes out like an angry grandpa just beats everybody up with his baseball bat.
1: <laughs> I told you guys get off my yard.
0: <laughs> but he's so menacing doing it. Like, even though he's in the 60s, you're like, I ain't fucking with Sting.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I am not pissing off Mr. Sting. Like, hey, bro, get off his yard. Like, (laughs) I am am that kid. Don't piss him off. Mr. Sting, he's making a mess on your yard. But we got a gun. Yeah, but that's Sting. Yeah, but that is fucking, like, (laughs) I don't give a shit. Is it a big gun? Like, how big?
0: Like, I love how Sting beat half the people. Well, beat pretty much everybody up with a baseball bat. And then he kind of warns Andrade not to come any closer, and he just walks past him or mm-hmm. runs past him. You gotta
1: he, be setting up something with them, maybe a little one offer. I don't mind it, yeah, Sting is undefeated in singles competition, not to you know make it weird for nobody, but it's the truth.
0: I'm trying when does Sting have a singles match?
1: He's had a couple of singles matches.
0: Oh, I missed him. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so for me, this has to be the easy contender for uh, Stadium Stampede. I think it's a little bit too early for Jericho and his crew to have a Stadium Stampede match with uh, the remnants.
1: The sports entertainers.
0: (laughs) Of the inner circle. Um,
3: The Jazz.
0: So, main event. We had the ROH and the AAA tag team titles on the line as FTR took on the Young Bucks. (sighs) Admittedly, I honestly thought Bucks were going to take it. I thought that was the whole point of FTR winning the titles, bring them over to AEW and then the Young Bucks, of course, who are like a 2000 time ROH tag team champions, win them back.
1: That's hilarious. I love that. Um, now, I'm with you. I was like, the only reason they want them is so they can, uh, the only reason uh, FTR want them is so they can win them again on, uh, so was, uh, the Bucks can win them again. But my notion and my ideals, or my ideas, I should say, were because the Bucks are going to Mexico, Triple Mania. And right. uh, I was thinking, oh crap, you know, maybe it's time Triple A Ma- gets their tag titles back. And uh, uh-uh. it looks like that's not happening. Now, preferably, preferably, I'd fucking love to see FTR in Mexico. I'd love yeah. it. They can easily work a lucha style. No fucking problem. However, the Bucks are a 25 times bigger draw. I'm sorry. I love FTR. But especially in Mexico, they know the Bucks for sure. So,
0: oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't think there's a country in the world that doesn't know the Bucks right now.
1: No. If they got wrestling, they know the Bucks. So. <laughs> Whether people want to love them or hate them or shit on them or praise them, they are fucking
0: well-known. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I think Young Bucks are way up there in the list of tag teams.
1: I don't understand the hate. You know what I mean? It's like they – the people that hate on the Bucks, I swear, would have hated on Shawn Michaels in 94. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like – and I get it. You know, they try too hard. They this, they that. Does anybody complain about MJF trying too hard? They're fucking bad guys. They're heels. There's some, Did anybody complain about Roddy Piper trying too hard? No. This is what heels do. When they're babyfaces, they're... I will admit that they're sometimes a little overly babyface where you kind of like... You want to like them, but you also want to slap them. <laughs> but when they're heels, they are... And I'll say they are the fucking best. You know... I mean, hell, go back to the fucking Supercard of Honor for fuck's sake. Uh, the goddamn crowds chanting, fuck the Young Bucks and fucking uh, <laughs> Mad Jackson's is fucking humping the air for crying out loud. If you're not egging people on, you're not doing your job. Right. He's doing it to fucking
0: perfection. The, the the people that hate on the Young Bucks probably would have hated the Hardy Boys back in the day. Like, oh, all they do is poetry emotion, motion and splashes and dives. And
1: for those yeah. who hate fucking Nick Jackson doing the Macho Man all the time, you yeah brother, you fuck kiss my ass, all right.
0: Um, all right. One more thing before we get to Geek of the Week and the rest of the week. Um, I don't know if we should like go into the details or anything because it is a very multiple sided story. But obviously Nash Cam um, Nash Carter got released last night. Um, yeah. after winning the NXT Tag Team Titles, very sticky situation. Um, yeah. Like. I thought it was pretty much a one-sided story until Wes's wife came into play and she just went off on one on Twitter. So uh I don't know if it's WWE like preempting or if they know some shit's happened or what well, but they moved pretty quickly.
1: Here's what I think is going on and 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 I'm 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 prepared for the heat. Now let me emphasize all of this by stating I do not care what Problems are going on in a relationship I don't fucking care If you're crazy If she's crazy You're both crazy Some I don't give a shit You do not put your hands On a woman Now with that being said It fucking apparently goes both ways It apparently mm. goes both ways Apparently he has his issues when he drinks Apparently she's a mental basket case Again that's not me to judge They're obviously toxic for each other now, I think he was released, one, because of the allegations, and then two, simply because of that goddamn picture.
0: Oh, yeah, that was bad. There's no defending that one.
1: Yeah, there's no defense in that thing. So that's, I mean, if you want to be like, oh, that's a mental error. First off, why in the fuck are you taking that picture? If you want to make that mental error when the door's closed and it's locked and you want to be a dumb shit in your bathroom when nobody's home, knock your fucking socks off. dead ass. I don't hey. give a shit what you do. But when you're dumb enough to be like, all right, selfie moment, then you're the fucking dumb shit, okay? You're the fucking dumb shit that got yourself in fucking trouble for that crap. <laughs> the relationship thing, we can go back and forth. But the reality yeah. is if we don't truly know the ins and outs. But we do know that one thing that he did, what he did is unacceptable. But we also do know that they're toxic for each other. So I'm, that is isn't in no way me defending him. But it's also me saying like, I'm not gonna immediately call him like the worst thing in the world, you know what I mean? blah, 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 blah. He fucked up. Yeah. I'm not gonna give him credit for the picture, because again, you're a fucking idiot that you can record yourself and not do this. So I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. Like I said, it's one of these things. I'm sure I'll get fucking heat about it, but it's you know, it's yeah. I mean, you can you can walk away from a relationship, you cannot unput your hands on ladies. No. And uh, you can always not take a picture of yourself.
0: Yeah, doing that. Um, the the thing that got me was, like, she made the allegation, and then I think it was, like, a day or two later, she was, like, congratulating on winning the tag team title. Yeah, that
1: was so fucking weird.
0: Calling somebody out for assuming shit, and then, of course, another allegation after that. So this is where I kind of hope the only reason they fired him, um, because nothing is, like, concrete proven. I, th- I like to think the only reason they fired him is because of that stupid picture he took. Yep So um, Honestly I feel bad for Wes But hopefully this is the beginning of a good singles push for him Yeah I wouldn't mind it I'd like it He's definitely got the look He definitely has the look Alright then let's get to Geek of the week
1: Pencil neck geek Gritty freak Scum
2: suck and with a lousy proceed. He's a one man No cut losing streak Nothing but a Pencil Neck Geek. Pencil
1: Neck Geek. So, Geek of the Week. Fucking Jesus Christ. (laughs) This one got hard this week. So there's like, I had like three prime candidates. So, until last night, Nash Carter wasn't one of them. And now he is. And it's strictly because, again, you cannot take a picture of yourself. You don't have to do that. You don't have to take a picture of yourself. He's number one. Uh, Number two is just fucking nerds on TikTok. And number three is whoever the fuck is booking NXT and decided to break up Imperium. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know what? They're all on equal level of redundant. I was going to say the other R word, but on stupidity levels, they are just on the absolute uh, upper echelon of the stupids. So all three of these nerds are fucking Geek of the Week. And again, so Nash Carter, don't ever take pictures. Don't ever fucking selfie yourself again. But I swear to God, I swear to God, don't ever do it again. Fucking TikTok internet community, because one minute you're fickle, the next minute I'm wrong and you're right and everybody's retarded. And the third thing is Bruce Pritchard or whoever the hell is running NXT because you're breaking up. The one and only good thing you have left to give Walter a singles run, which he was already doing. (laughs) So, cheers. Sorry, Gunther. Whatever. I'm not fucking (laughs) calling him that. I'm not. I'll call him fucking Drago before I fucking call him Gunther.
0: Oh, that's one thing, too. Like, uh, NXT title change in hands on Raw was a pretty big deal.
1: No, it wasn't. The fuck?
0: I mean, it should have been. Okay.
1: I fucking chat all over that crap. Why in the hell is, is Braun Breaker gonna gonna go in there and fucking lose in a triple threat and be the guy to be... fuck? Oh, no, he wasn't the guy to be pinned in the triple threat. But he, he loses in the triple threat. Loses to chicanery the night before. The night... Or no, it was two nights before. Whatever. Yeah. Two nights before. Just to go on the main... And do the same fucking match just for this. And now, and I, I, I can't believe I fucking watched NXT because I read this shit. They kidnapped his dad. <laughs> like that Harlow fucker and, and um uh, the, the skinnier Kevin Owens dude. Yeah. They fucking kidnapped Rick Steiner. And I'm like... Bro, you're fucking Rick Steiner. Like, the fuck? You're not going to, like, double-egg these nerds?
0: Even so, your brother is Scott Steiner.
1: Your brother, like, just have him fucking discombobulate him with math. <laughs> and then they'll let you go. Okay, please, just stop. I don't want to know what the algebraic equation for Y is anymore. I just want to go home.
3: Oh,
0: fucking NXT.
3: <sighs>
1: just Lord have mercy.
0: Uh, okay, wrestler of the week. Hit the music. Very easy for me. Um, I've already said this person had to match it a week. Um, uh, it's just paid off a great. Just had a payoff from a great long term, long term, long term story. Um, and she got her eye busted in the process. So fuck yeah, she did. <laughs> the of the week goes to Bianca Belair because believe it or not, Mr. Penguin, she is a fucking draw, or at least she will be. Uh, she's you- well on her way to being a big draw. What-
1: yeah, whether you want her to be a fucking draw or not, bub, she's a draw.
0: And also an inspiration to a lot of young girls. Well, mm. uh, your week is complete. It's it's weird. We haven't done it like like this for like two weeks. Um, I know, right? Goddamn fucking
1: promo <laughs> mania
0: has ruined us. And it's been a busy couple of weeks.
1: That it has, though. <sighs>
0: So thank you to everybody for spending your Thursday with us. You know where to find us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and Captain Five One Two and SMRPodNet. Once again, the website is MaxWrestling.net. And now listen up, you pensive like geeks. This is what Moses has for you this week.
1: That's right. So first and foremost, we already know if you're not following Max Wrestling UK on TikTok, you're just you're you're not doing the right thing on TikTok. You're in the wrong wrestling community on TikTok. I have been just quite literally bashing the button, if you will, answering comments with videos, going after suggestions of um, certain guys on there, like one of the former Ring of Honor wrestlers, Sledge. He's a big he's a big dude on TikTok, likes to uh, ask a lot of questions. I love to respond to him. Him and I like to go back and forth. I'm trying yes. to be in that upper echelon within people, so come follow us right now. We just hit 700 uh, followers, less than three months, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a little over 5,000 likes, but like I say, we're ramping it up. We keep going. Hit that Q&A button. We answer those all the time. Bolt Rant is hot and heavy right now. We're three weeks out of the draft. Right. Oh, my goodness gracious. I've already dropped two episodes. Two more are coming this weekend. Um, I don't know how many more are coming through the rest of the week. I do know I have at least six episodes written. Nice. Now, how, how how quick they come, I don't know. The reason why I say that is every single one of these episodes I read are about nine pages long of my notes. So there's you know, maybe about 30, 40 minutes a piece. But the other thing that I'm hoping to do, praying to do, working my butt off to do is the week of the draft. So probably the 24th, I'm going to give myself some leeway. The 24th, 25th, I'm going to try to drop everything I do on audio, flip, reverse it, boom, on YouTube video. So hopefully Bolt Rant can be on, you know, YouTube as well. But we'll see in due time. But for right now, just it's it's all audio all the time. Spotify is your main plug. But I'm also Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, all the other fun jazz. So Everywhere. lots of stuff.
0: Pod bay bay As uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, join us next week. Uh, we don't have predictions for a couple of weeks. Cool. Fortunately, because I think I'm like 20 days away from... Breaking Mike Larkin's combined days as predictions champion. So, no pay per views for a couple of weeks, please.
1: You said his name and then fucking bro- broken records. He's going to show up now.
0: <laughs> no, Mike, please don't come back for the predictions title. I'm actually winning.
1: I'm actually- <laughs> 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 we got you- this Mud
0: show on Saturday. I wanted to. <laughs> Just kidding. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And good. Night. Bang. You fucking peace out, you fucking bunch of morks Yeah.